Hey everybody, on this episode I have Jocelyn Valencia from jrecognize.com, from, well not from, on this one, the co-director of the Tucson Hippo Vessel, I'm gonna do that again, the co-director of the Tucson Hip Hop Festival and the winner of the Women of, what was it, Influence, uh, Culture and Art, I believe, um, yeah, it's a great convo. Be sure to check in at the end just for some quick announcements. And yeah, Jocelyn Valencia, everybody. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Selves Talking. And today, again, I have Jocelyn Valencia. How are you doing, friend? <laughs> I'm doing good. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. FYI, she, she, she didn't want the camera out. So, like, there ain't going to be no video for this one. Sorry, guys. So, like, that's out the window for you guys. Um, how you been after the two months since uh, Hip Hop Fest is over and everything? <laughs> I've been good. Yeah? Like it takes, it took some, I needed a break afterwards, but I think that's like normal. I, I would mean, assume so, yeah. Oh, um, I, I would have disappeared entirely if I were you. <laughs> I think I did for a week. Nice. And that was really nice. And. The whole team and Pike and myself took a break like for a whole month until we like really started having meetings again. So that's respect. Here we are now uh-huh. working on stuff and getting ready again. Mm-hmm. God damn! How was it for you? What was what? Would you? How'd you? How was it for you even? Because I mean, I was there and I barely saw you. I don't know what the hell you were doing. I barely saw anyone. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing? What, 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 what was uh, the the fest from your perspective? Um, I wanted to write a blog post on this, but I never got around to it. I think I was too mentally drained, and then it was whatever. It's completely reasonable. Give but, a summation of what that blog could have been. <laughs> but, I mean, we were setting up, we started set up the day before, mm-hmm. and I was there until like 2.30 a.m., mm. um, and then came home, got up at yeah mm. woke up at six to go um, back to the site and finish doing setup um, and then go to Dunkin Donuts mm. <laughs> to pick up some donuts that I told him I'd be picking up mm. at seven nice and yeah went Finished setting up, but setting like finishing setting up took way longer than I anticipated, which always happens. Um, so I didn't get to come home to like actually change into like my festival attire because mm. I was still looking like all frumpy <laughs> from like you you're, know you're in work uniform yeah <laughs> so that presenter uniform right <laughs> um, and. Yeah, so like the festival was already underway mm. when I had to come home to change. And then when I got back, there was still stuff to like, I had some moments to like do like a walk around and say hi to people. Yeah. And then I just got just got back to work to like right. check and make sure everything's okay. Um, was working with like the fire department, the fire marshal guy that was there to make sure like, the f- you know, he was checking out like the food vendors and permits yeah. and Fire extinguishers have to be within 70 feet from me. I don't know, like all these like 
little tedious details and then yeah. I did work the panels so I was like pretty much doing the panels and like all day and after that it was time to get ready for Bun to arrive and so I was like working with um, his manager and kind of getting that settled and making sure like the equipment was set up and the green room was like all good to go. And uh, to his level. Right, yeah, like which was that. really chill. It wasn't anything crazy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then, then that was it. And it was over. Yeah, and like the after party happened, but I didn't even, yeah. I didn't go, <laughs> <laughs> which felt weird. But dude, I was, so no. and I saw it coming too. I was like, right. I'm probably not going to go to this. I wouldn't have, I don't think, I, did, I didn't even go either. What, what did I do after the thing? Because uh, after the event, I was beat. I didn't, yeah. didn't want to do anything else. Like, I always think, like, man, I would love to, like, do something, like, after the festival when it's over and just, like, right. actually hang out and stuff. Right. And, but then I always end up being too tired. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, that's completely reasonable. You're always, like, running around and everything. Yeah. Well, I, I can't I can't ask if you enjoyed it because I mean it seemed like you were just <laughs> working. So I mean to a certain extent, I guess you did enjoy it. Um, damn. Yeah. Oh, damn. It seemed, yeah. It, just sounds it like was a definitely perspective. different than last year because. How so? This year, I felt less connected to like feeling out the vibe and more so just making sure everything was okay. So I didn't really like, oh, okay. after the festival ended, it was a weird feeling because I was like, did people like it? Like, yeah, no <laughs> did idea. people have fun? <laughs> so you're so like into it. Yeah, uh. and then I like, I the last thing I wanted to do was get on social media, so I didn't like, I not even right after the festival did I look at people's feeds mm. and like what the heck they had recorded in like not Snapchat and right. Insta stories and that only lasts 24 hours and right. I was gone for like a week from social media so right. I missed everything. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that's cool. Are you excited for next year? I am. Yeah? I, I, yeah. yeah. I mean I, I love it. You like that event don't you? Yeah. What is it? Is it because it's yours, or is it because of what it is? It's because of what it is. Mm okay. Like, I don't really think of it as mine. That's reasonable. Yeah. Is it a community event, right? Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Like, I see my hand in creating it, but I don't right. really... It's like how you should consider a child. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That's cool. So, how has... Now that it's past and everything, and now you're looking into the future and stuff, you, where have your focus, uh, focus has, where has that shifted to, at least for yourself? Like personally? Yeah, sure. We can go there. Um. Well, it's definitely been a shift. Like something, like after this festival, something definitely shifted because. Mm when I got back to work, because I still had like, you know, a traditional job. Right. And so um, I had ahead of time asked for, um, I think I asked for Thursday, Friday, Monday, and Tuesday off. Mm. 
Um, so Thursday, Friday, I could help with setup, and Monday, Tuesday, I could like Use relax as a buffer. Um, and so when I got back to work on Wednesday, I like sat down behind my desk because I I had like a a like kind of receptionist slash like yeah, I was pretty much a receptionist. Though, yeah. Like at the just at the very core of it. Yeah. Um, and I sat down at the desk, and it was. I feel I felt like I was having like an identity crisis. <laughs> it felt so wrong. I did. I I, I just threw a, whole, a huge festival, and now here I am sitting <laughs> at a desk, being a receptionist. It was really. It felt I can see so that. I see that. Out of it. Like, yeah. and I felt that last year, too, but mm. I had just gotten that job. Right. Um, and so it was, like, my first time feeling that mm. last year. It was, like, I threw this, you know, I just helped create this huge, huge thing, and yeah. it was successful, and it was great. And then, um, like, it kind of just went back to... And then it's over. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of things that come into play. Because, mm -hmm. like, last year after the festival, I got pretty depressed. Mm. And, like, I knew that that was going to happen again this year. Which mm. is why, and last year I didn't ask for days off after the festival. Wow. And so this Jeez. year I was like, I know I need to ask for days off. Right. So last year it felt even worse because it was, like, right after the fest, I, like, went back into, you know, the normal day-to-day -day thing and right. it was like it almost felt like it never happened like it was like a dream or something and so this year I know exactly that feeling not yeah. maybe to your extent but I know <laughs> what you're talking about but I, I don't remember who I had this conversation with where I was like honest about like dude I was so depressed after the festival but mm. it was with someone another artist in town and mm. who was it I wish I remembered, but they like related 100% because it's like that idea of like all artists, like when you put all your heart into something mm. and you're working on it, and in this case, working on it for a whole year yeah. in advance, and then, you know, one day you release it, it's, it's out there, people enjoy it, and then yeah. the next day it's done, it's gone. Right, right. And then it's over, and then you're like, it's almost like this empty feeling of like, what do I do now? Yeah, yeah. so, um, yeah, I got back to work on Wednesday, and, mm -hmm. like, I just had this, like, feeling, and it was, like, way stronger than last year. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, it'll pass, it'll pass. And then the next day, Thursday, it was, like, ten times what? worse, and, like, I felt it in my gut. Uh, and it was like my instinct was telling me, like, dude, yeah. you know, like, what? What are you doing? Right. Like, I don't know. It was, it was, I don't know. But in my head, I was like, I don't know if it's just, like, I was contemplating it while I was at work, like, all these things in my head. And I texted my mom, I'm like, I'm going to quit. Right. And I was like, I'm, I can't do this anymore. Like, I need to quit. I need to do this. And it was something that, I mean, I knew I wasn't going to be there forever. Right. Um, and... So I I did, like I, I came to, and surprisingly my mom was supportive about it. She's like, yeah, do it, like 
and I was I was trying to like reassure myself yeah. from talking to her too, you and are, I was like, everything's gonna work out. And she was, and I was like, you know, like, you know, the universe will like support me and all this stuff. And she was like, yeah, like trust God or whatever. Yeah. I use universe. My mom is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but synonymous. Yeah, it's whatever, same thing. <laughs> um, so I came home from my lunch break and I like meditated and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this. And I got back to work and I asked my boss, like, hey, I need to talk to you. And I put in, I let her know, like, I'm quitting. But I, um, I told her, because at the time there was a lot of turnover with another position there and mm -hmm. I know she had just hired someone and someone had just quit. Like, it was just a lot going on. So I let right. her know, like, I want to let you know, like, I am quitting, so expect that. Um, but I want to give you time to find someone and train yeah. them and whatever. Of course. So, um, so yeah, mm. it was a month, a month later, and then this week will mark the month, mark the month, mark month, where month I've been. Been without that job? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How's that feel? <laughs> it's like it's been interesting it's oh been yeah. a very interesting month Nimbo? <laughs> not gonna lie <laughs> uh yeah 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 and i mean yeah because <laughs> <laughs> people you know ha what was it at the time like at the time there were like There was one thing, you know, when I had quit that was like a potentially an opportunity that I really wanted to do. Mm. And so in my with, head, I with that job or not with not with my old job, oh, okay. a different another oh, opportunity. Another opportunity. So that that was in my head. And I was like, OK, at least I have that right. potential opportunity. Um, and it's not like I'm walking into nothing, but I really was. Um, but when I quit and I knew that I still had a month you know, mm. ahead, I, that month I really put in work to like, you know, let people know, and like put myself out there, reach out to organizations like, and all. Yo, I'm free. Yeah. Give me Somebody. a job. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but I was still <laughs> really picky because it's like, I'm mm. not going to work for anybody. Let go of something that wasn't fulfilling me and then go into another thing that's not fulfilling me. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, so within that month, I landed another opportunity, um, and I left, I left my previous job three weeks ago, mm. um, with three potential opportunities. Mm. One official one. Okay. Okay. So, um, the other one, this is kind of confusing because I'm not putting names out there and I don't, I don't want to right now. It's reasonable. Um. The other one that I initially had, I was supposed to start the following week mm. that I had quit. Mm. So, but they were like lagging and they were pushing my start date. And here we are, like I barely signed the contract today, three weeks later. God damn. Yeah. And so the first week where I was like, 
you know, out of my job, I was like, good. Right. You know, because I was like, I'm going to start this opportunity next week. I have one lined up, and that one is going to be next weekend. Mm. Um, but then the second week came around, and that wasn't Nothing. official. And then I was like, oh, shit. And so, like, that week was extremely stressful. Like, I was freaking out. I was thinking, I was overthinking. I was, like, yeah, it was horrible. It was was That wasn't the week you won the award, right? No. The week that I won the award, I was still working. You were still working? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This is uh, afterwards. Yeah, this is... Yeah, that was in March. March, and you're talking about April. I'm talking about April, yeah. I respect you, sir. Yeah. And, yeah, it got, it got really, it got, it got, it got, got deep. It, it got, got serious. It got serious. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, I, like, every day I was, like, searching and looking and reaching out, yeah. but still, Quietly, because I'm still gonna be picky. Like I'm not gonna let a desperate situation still put me in a place where. Let you settle. Yeah. Like I'm really like, it's almost like, I'm experiencing like an awakening, I guess, Mm -hmm. of some sort. Mm -hmm. After the festival, because like I really am at a point where like I'm not. Like nothing's gonna like stop me from doing what I want to do. Exactly. Like everything that I put my energy into is going to have purpose and it's going to make me feel fulfilled so um, this week I it's been a lot more chill chill this week and last week so week one was like (laughs) chill week two was like oh shit right like it got to a point where like I woke up one morning and I just like sat down and I meditated and I was like I was just talking to the universe and I was like give me like what what I do give me a sign like just really having like it was probably I probably had my eyes closed for like an hour dude like I was in deep deep meditation in that deep place yeah guttural (laughs) place you're all speaking to it like (laughs) homie do something real quick yeah help me out I'm in need I don't know what to do (laughs) But it was uh, really good. Yeah. And like after that I like felt good. Of course. Like I was just like it's gonna work out. Yeah. Yeah. And so ever since then, like every day I, I meditate. And literally after that moment, I think like after that initial hour of meditation where I was like, What do I do? I think the next morning I got a call mm. from the paperwork that I signed today. Oh, okay. So it was like, wow. all right, wow. cool. <laughs> okay, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> For real, so direct. God dang, wow. But I feel like it always happens that way. Yeah, right. Like it's been there's been a lot of instances so in that my life. The precipice like, of going. Ah! Yeah. That's when you get that sign. Yeah, and um, I feel like. I almost went through like a, that really stressful, like panic, like oh shit, week because mm-hmm. I was being tested 
from what how I, I'm choosing to interpret it, mm. test it of like, all right, how serious are you about what you want, about what you want, mm. about pursuing this, right? And yeah, I made it. Nice. I mean, I'm not like you're not there, but you're chilling. You're, you're, you're you know, I'm not booking flights anywhere. Right, but you're in the clear. I'm in the clear for Good. now. Good. So I'm just. Not overthinking, and when I do start to do that, I just meditate and journal again. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's been intense. Yeah. That's post-fest for <laughs> me. Like, it's been intense. <laughs> and uh, like the day after the festival, well, that weekend I was really lucky because one of my friends from out of town, she, I met her during my internship in LA. Oh, okay. And so we're both like really in the same realm of like music and journalism, and mm. it was really cool to have her come down and see the festival and what I've been working on and yeah. she stayed the weekend with me and so I didn't wake up alone and like feeling sad. I had my friend there right. um, and we just chilled, watched Netflix, watched interviews. It was like perfect and um, I called one of my mentors who's in LA and he does amazing, amazing. Like I really highly respect him. Mm. I called him and I was like, Dude, like, I just had this festival. I feel like I'm in, like, at a crossroads right now. Like, mm -hmm. right, like, basically telling him how I was that, like, gut feeling that I had. And yeah. He also, like, really had a big influence in me redirecting mm -hmm. and, like, really committing to. The redirection. Yeah. Like, the awakening. Right. Because he just kind of opened my eyes to, like, what I'm capable of and like believing in myself because mm. I don't know he's ever since I left LA and came back here he's been seeing everything that I've been doing and so right. he kind of reminded me of everything and yeah I'm really lucky that I I mean you've been living a mark dude <laughs> what do you mean you've been living a mark I mean like like maybe you don't see it because you're in the middle of it but like from the outside you um you change things a lot, like you, 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 you leave a mark in some way, shape, or form. It's pretty. Um, what's the word for it? Uh, remarkable. Remarkable. Yeah, that's <laughs> the first word that came to mind. So. I'm gonna, Thank um, you. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like I've always just been someone that just, like. Does. Does. Yeah. That's and good. just works, 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 and one thing's done and. All right, here's the next thing, you know. Where do you think that comes from? I've always been like that. Always? Yeah. Wow. Even in school? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Goddamn. Uh, that's respect. <laughs> yeah. That's respect. Like, do you like the idea of finishing something, or do you like the idea of always be doing something? What is it about that that draws you to it? Um, I think for a while I was addicted to doing a lot of things, mm. but I've come to realize that being busy doesn't mean you're being productive. Right. Like sometimes you could be do doing all these things, but you're not really making a difference or making an impact, mm -hmm. you know? So I really shifted my mindset from busyness to like purpose and like intention yeah. and like 
really focusing on where I'm putting my energy and what I'm doing with it. Mm. Whereas like back then, I just wanted to be busy all the time because it made me feel like I was doing things. Right. But also I, I've been very analytical of myself and I'm very self-reflective and mm. I think that my habit at the time of just wanting, wanting to be busy all the time came from wanting to distract myself of things that were happening in my life. Right. So, so yeah. Sort of reasonable back then. And then this current shift is more of a result of also being mm -hmm. self-analytical. Yeah. Self-aware. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. I've, I've, I, I guess I, I could sort of relate because personally, I reached a point with like the podcast where I was just like churning out the podcast just to make sure to turn out the podcast and I sort of mm -hmm. lost my intention mm -hmm. behind it mm -hmm. um, and this is recent and I and I uh, almost said the same words that you were saying like I was like well you can't I, I'm not I'm not I'm losing the thing that I like mm -hmm. so much about this and I was just right. like I was like I gotta I gotta re I gotta bring back that intention mm -hmm. and uh, I, I, I've done that and so yeah. I, like I saved myself from like like starting to hate this very process <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's common for a lot of people who create, especially now in in the world that we live in that's so busy and full of options and mm -hmm. we're so exposed to everyone's lives that we start trying to grab many things and at once or mm -hmm. like I don't know. Yesterday I was watching I was listening to a podcast interview mm -hmm. Um, from Hype Beast Radio, this like series with Jeff Staple. I forgot who the, the name of the interviewee, but he's like this really well-known um, like videographer, I guess. I mean, he he does other things, but um, if you go to his Instagram page, he has a lot of like uh, videos of him like himself, but like selfie mode okay um so he just records himself but really high quality so like a vlogger no yeah 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 a vlogger is he wearing glasses i don't think so all right never mind then. he know. might i don't know i don't really remember and they're like really motivational inspirational videos but in the in the um interview mm -hmm. he was saying how He's like, I chose, he's like, I like the idea of just doing one thing. Mm. Just doing one thing and becoming really, really, really good at it. Mm. And I heard that and like, I felt that. Well, I <laughs> felt that. I was like, I, I started that. like analyzing myself and being mm. like, oh my God, am I doing too many things at once? Like, am I really becoming good at what I'm doing? Because I'm doing like four things right now. Right. Um. I've definitely like cut back from a lot of things that I used to do, mm. but I'm still, I still kind of have, have my hands In a lot full. of things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I th I've thought of the same thing, because I, 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 I always had so many interests and like a variety of such. And, um, but I always knew about that, uh -huh. that I couldn't, that I, I could be uh, like, uh, it's like being a, uh, what is it? There's a, there's a word for it. It's like a master of none kind of thing. Uh, I'm forgetting the word. I'm letting a blank spot. But I didn't want to like spread myself too thin, mm -hmm. essentially. 
because I didn't want to lose. I, I wanted the ability to gain a mastery over something. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And if I spread myself too thin, I would have I would lose that. Mm -hmm. and that's like, what's the point? Like, <laughs> like, what's the point of like staying still in a whole bunch of things? Yeah. Then at least progressing in like a few things at the mm -hmm. very least. But because I know I have a lot of variety and like interest, right. I, I needed to make sure at least to dwindle it down to an amount that I could handle uh -huh. and really give my focus to. Right. Uh, I think I'm currently failing, but. Well, what I there. thought of, <laughs> what I thought of when I heard that, like I, I heard him say that mm -hmm. and like it really, like I said, it really, I really felt that. And yeah. I started criticizing myself and right. I was like, oh my gosh, like. I really should start doing one thing. But then, but then I was like, all right, calm down. <laughs> Chill. It's the Scorpio side coming out. Like, I'll <laughs> extreme. Like, wait. Wait. Chill. Like, you can't do one bro, thing. Bro, you're 24. Mm, you're awesome. exploring yeah. what you like to do. It's mm. okay. Like, right now, it's like, if I was, you know, in my late 30s and 40s, and if anyone you know, is doing that. Like, it's okay. Right. But me personally, if I was in my late 30s, 40s, and I still was like, had my hands in all these different things, and I wasn't at a point where I felt like I become really efficient, like I've mastered this one thing, mm -hmm. then I'd be like, all right, I need to analyze like, where, what path am I trying to take here? Mm -hmm. But right now, I think that's okay. Right. That's true. Like, I've already, like, cut back on things. Right. So I'm, like, I'm getting there. I'm still filtering. So. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. The, the, there's a, it's some, I don't know why this reminded me of, there's this real interesting phrase or a question. I don't know if I've asked this question, I've proposed this question to you, but it's a, the question of what is, what is God, what is God missing? Mm-hmm. There's an actual answer to that question, like, like, what is God missing? Can you guess it? <laughs> no. I don't know if you've asked me this. Hmm. Um, but if you're to, but if I were to just answer that, my initial answer is nothing. Limitation. The limitless misses in limitation. That's the one thing it doesn't have. Wait, what? Limitless is missing limit. Without limit, it's the one thing it's missing because it's limitless. Mm -hmm. God is limitless, so it's missing limitation. Mm -hmm. That's what God's missing, limitation. Okay? Mm -hmm. Okay, now, now that connected to what you said right now is how like you're filtering and, 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 and becoming more efficient in a certain thing. Mm -hmm. You're limiting yourself to make sure that you can only focus yourself on a few things to make sure that you can master something. Mm -hmm. That's just the connection I had. Mm -hmm. God's the master of all things. Humans are limited to being masters of one. You know what I'm saying? So is that your viewpoint? I guess to a certain extent, yeah. That it's like something as that humans, we're limited to one thing? Not that we're limited to one thing. It's just our job, our, I guess, our place to be that limit. Mm-hmm. So what some would call your purpose? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I can see that. I can agree with that. Disrespect. Disrespect. Yeah, what you said there reminded me of that question. Mm -hmm. 
most people would tell me. I feel like a lot of people would misinterpret that though and feel very freaked out about having to do one thing. Like I've I've grown up. I will I do believe in the one purpose thing. Yeah. But your one purpose can exist in the creation of many things you do over your life. Oh, so I'm not talking about doing. I'm talking about the fact that there is limit. I mean, without it, if a human being does not have limit, then the human being loses its like its its ability to uh, actually. Mm, what's the word for this? Engrave something mm -hmm. in a certain sense. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. if you lose your limit, you you it's, a, it's sort of like thinning yourself out. Mm -hmm. So everything we've been talking about right now. Yeah. 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 I've actually had this theme reoccur a lot recently with people because I haven't really made an announcement where I'm like, I quit my job. Like <laughs> I'm free. We're gonna find out in two weeks. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I didn't really find that necessary. Really but the, few, the people that have, have um, heard about it mm. or people who follow me on Instagram and like, I guess, whatever their interpretation is of me from what they see. Mm. Lately, when I have been out in public, um, I've had a lot of people come up to me and be like, oh my God, like, you're doing so great, like you, you're doing all these amazing things, like you go girl, you know. Mm. Um, and, you know, I take it with gratitude and, and all that stuff. And I ask them, um, like, what do you, lately I've been very inquisitive of other people too. Right. Because um, I, I want people to kind of turn their attention to themselves and less on what they see mm. in others. Um, so I asked them, like, yeah, like, what are you, like, what are you doing, or what, like, what is it that you want to do? Um, and pretty much all the answers have been the same, and it's all been, like, I don't know what I want to do. Like, I have too many interests. Right. Like, they all say that, mm -hmm. and I've... I feel the same too, and for the longest time, I allowed that to make make me stagnant mm. because I couldn't pick one thing, so then I just wasn't doing anything. Right. And for most, me, most of my twenties. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's like you have to pick one thing. I think people are afraid that once they pick one thing, they're stuck to that one thing, but that's not true. Just get a limit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, but you have to allow yourself to be limitless at, at one point. Mm. Yeah. So you can discover what that one thing is. Yeah, yeah. Like you won't get yourself anywhere questioning what you should do until you actually go out there and do things. You gotta taste it. Yeah. So, yeah. Is, it free, is that the frequent answer though? I don't know. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And it's always because they're interested in too many things. Lately, that's been, so and it's been really interesting for me to, I don't know why that's been reoccurring in my life lately, but it has. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I guess maybe to a certain extent, it's like like mine searches through like mine, and I guess maybe they're at a stage that's sort of like yours, where at least before you, where you used to be. Mm -hmm. I don't know. 
mean, I, I'd say it's just a. Yeah. Uh, it's been enlightening for me, for ooh, sure. No way. Because I know what they feel like. Mm. Right. And I don't feel necessarily that way anymore. Right. Like, I still feel like I love putting on events and I love creating in that medium. Mm. Um, but there's still a lot of other things that I want to do that I'm interested in as well. Like, yeah. I'm the same, but like, I've come to terms with the fact that. But right now, I'm doing this. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I, great. like I do believe that I can achieve anything, but I just can't achieve everything at once. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's almost like a reconciliation. I can't even say the word. Uh, <laughs> it's a recognition of your limits and that you can only do so many things at once. Maybe. Yeah. It's not the best way for me to say it. No, I get I have it. a different word for it. It's gone, though. I can't. <laughs> not at me. It's fine. It's <laughs> I fine. wonder if the listeners are following along with this. They probably aren't. I hope they are. They better be. <laughs> I hope so, too. I mean, it's been pretty just a chill conversation. Um, um, I guess we're going to change the subject real quick. Um, how was it winning, winning that award? It was great. Yeah? Yeah, it was cool. Um, what was that like? Uh, the whole situation. <laughs> well, I was, I received a letter in the mail mm. saying that I was nominated for the Women of Influence Awards. And I was like, really? For real? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? But this year, like, more specifically, January, February, January, February, I feel like, January, February, March. There's been a lot of things that have come full circle um, for me, and which is why I keep believing like this year is a very, very pivotal awakening year for me. But last year, I remember seeing like an, an like a an ad or an announcement of those awards in the Tucson Weekly. And mm. I remember looking at it and being like, "Man, it must be so dope to be on there." <laughs> like I literally looked on there and I was like, like I, I don't know when, like how did, like what do I have to do? <laughs> like I remember just contemplating, like man, it'd be so cool <laughs> to be on there, to be nominated, to win. Right. Um, but I never thought like, I, I thought I looked at that and I was like, it's gonna take like if I, if I were to do that, it'd be like probably another five years. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. And so when I got that letter that I was nominated, I was like, "What? Who? Is, what?" He's joking. Like, <laughs> is, this, is this fake? Like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, and that's awesome. So was it dope? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was cool. Um, she takes it back. It wasn't dope, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really cool, especially because like I won too, right, and like I was, I was the youngest one there, um, the youngest one nominated. Mm. I was like. Yeah. So, I mean, the two other women that were in my category of arts and culture. And, like, I, I don't know. I feel like that's such a big, like, to be nominated, like, a woman of influence in arts and culture in Tucson. Like, I, like that's, like, I don't take that lightly, mm. you know? Um, so there were moments where I was like, 
do I deserve this? <laughs> like, but... It's always that <laughs> feeling, right? The little voice is down, like, what? <laughs> no, no. Um, like, I do feel deserving of it, mm -hmm. but I feel like I've come nowhere close to the impact that could be done. That the impact that that title deserves, maybe, that you feel like it deserves? Well, I mean, in this day and age, like, the word influencer is so interesting to me. Okay. Because <laughs> we're all influencers. <laughs> That's so true. Like, <laughs> and now like a mic drop moment. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're all influencers, and I feel like people, like, on social media... In this case, in this case, in an award show, mm. like influencer has become like of a certain stature, like a title, mm. like a like a platform. Yeah, that's very true. And I feel like a lot of people will admire and look at that, like at people who are given the title influencer, and like see that it's something they're not. Right. But that's not true. Wow. Like, we all are influencers. Wow. Damn, you just said something major. Because that's not even, like, that. that's connected to a whole bunch of other things. I can't name them right off the bat. But that, the, the fact that the, the word influencer was taken from us and put, in, put on this pedestal mm -hmm. was, a, was a robbery. Yeah. That's crazy. And... Because that's... Oh, keep going. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, yeah. So, like... And also, like, I've been, I don't know, I read this, this book, mm -hmm. and I don't know how, whenever I tell people this, like, I don't want it to sound like I'm not appreciative of acknowledgement and recognition um, and praise, but, like, you have to take everything, like, I feel like to really master being centered and master awareness, like, you can receive negativity and you can receive positivity. You can receive praise and you can receive like people talking down on you and neither will affect the standard and the opinion and the belief that you have in yourself. Mm. And no matter how much you praise you get, you, you if you don't believe that you deserve it, you feel like you didn't deserve it, right? To a certain extent? Yeah, but more so like, like, necess like not to get caught up in, in praise. Mm. Like not to... Not to believe your own hype? Yeah, not, not to... Like know you're dope. Right. Know, like be confident and stuff. But, yeah. huh. but I think if you allow for praise and like those moments to like really have an like an influence and impact on you mm. then it'll really like um so she's popular guys <laughs> we're just chilling here and somebody like yo like whisper my neighbor. her name oh, that's respect that's respect um sorry <laughs> what was i getting at i feel like I guess not to be s so sensitive and not to allow things to really 
influ influence you to the point where it changes how you view yourself. Mm. Like, um, I feel like if you were to allow praise to like really hype you up, mm. when you don't get praise, like it lets you down or put puts you it like puts you back it down. Affects you even more. Yeah. Mm. Like you should always be on the same level, the same you be as frequency. Even as you can. Right. 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 And right. like say thank you to praise and you know accept it, allow it. Mm. And also negativity, like mm -hmm. accept it, allow it, like just let yeah. it go. Huh. So it was, it was, it was more so like super, super dope because my mom was there, my tia was there, right. and for them, I think for them seeing me accomplish something like that was really, really cool. Right. Like, and for me, it was like more so for them, right. you know, like I was more so happy that they were able to see that yeah. and less of like, it, it was less about me, more yeah, about more like, like how they were reacting to it yeah. and how they could possibly be feeling about it. Yeah. That's cool. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Huh. It's interesting. What, what was the book? What was this book that you read? Um, I believe it was. One of, oh man, I don't know how, to, I'm probably not going to pronounce his name right, but Paolo Coelho? Oh, Paolo Coelho, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is uh, that the, how you the say alchemist? it? The Alchemist? I believe so. I might be completely wrong because it's Portuguese. Wait, 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 wait. wait. No, it wasn't that one. I that one is The Alchemist. I yeah, was confusing it. It was with Don Miguel Ruiz. Oh, okay. He wrote um, The Mastery of Love and The Four Agreements. Oh, okay, him. All right, all right. Yeah. I know the guy. I don't know which book it was. But he was explaining how, like, he was explaining that whole concept. And yeah, yeah, he worded yeah. it way better than I did. But I, I mean, after I read <laughs> that, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, that makes sense. complete sense. Like, I would right. aspire to be that, to where you gotta be I could reach any platform and still, still be, be leveled. Yeah. It's like some Gary V levels then. <laughs> 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 I get that. I get that. I, I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. How was, uh, did you read The Four Agreements? Mm -hmm. Was it good? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah? I love it. Yeah. What was it about, if you, if you mind, like, give me a quick oh, summary. Oh, man. If you remember, it's, nah, it's fine. It's I, I'm trying to remember The Four Agreements. That, I think one is, like, out. not to take things, any, like, not to take anything personally. Mm. What was another? I don't remember them. I really don't. Mm. But it's, they're great reads. Like, if, you were to ask me, like, to list, make a list of, like, five books that I think if every person in this world read, it'd make the world a better place. The Mastery of Love by him mm. would be one of the books. Wow. If I were to be in a deserted island and I could only take one book, book. it'd be that book. Wow. Yeah. It's, like, my Bible. Like, I read it often like yeah. i underlined it so well to the point where i could just read the underlined parts in right. like one sitting and yeah. i read the whole book wow why what what is it like what what does that mean to the mastery of love um, why is it so prevalent for you because it i don't know it's it it centers me like it reminds me 
what love really means and what love really looks like and mm. like I don't know it like sometimes all and it helps me really navigate this world oh okay helps me helps me navigate relationships right and yeah okay super that sounds super enjoyable. useful yeah I love it <laughs> everyone should read it it's such a good book okay I'm not the I have to add it to the list. You know, in all honesty, I've been there's just been a, an idea that I've had, and like just in my head, and it's like a, I guess you could say it's like a book club, and I want to call it Cells Reading. Mm-hmm. It'd be like a sub podcast that like goes with my podcast, and I'll just have people who like read a book with me, and then we just sit down and be like, all right, so how was the book? Mm. And then just record it, and then put it up as like a summation of the book, so people conversing about the book. Yeah. Or if that's too difficult. I haven't done it. <laughs> like you could also like like if you went and read The Mastery of Love mm. and I had already read it we right. could we could chop it up instead of like forcing someone like hey let's commit to this one book cuz you know <laughs> you try to do that with homies and then Yo, they don't read it you made it just way easier for me yeah that's amazing yo so maybe in every interview ask what people's favorite book is Add it to your list, and I know who to go to. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Life hack. <laughs> Damn. I just got some gold from Jocelyn here. God Damn. <laughs> Idea hacks. Shit. One oh one. You legitimately <laughs> made that shit real. <laughs> so quick. God damn. That was talent. God damn. You did that so gracefully. <laughs> Holy shit. Damn, that was real. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm a little shocked. In all honesty, I have to take a second. I'm having palpitations. <laughs> recenter myself real quick. I'm, I'm gonna take you up on that. That was um. Do it. That was. I um, would love to talk about it. Yo, mad respect. I'll I'll, I'll read it next month. No. Cool. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see when I do that. But yes, because yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have uh, so many things going on. Already. Uh, I like that though. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank yeah, you for that. For sure. That was a uh, very just so clear and concise. My God. <laughs> um, um. How's the blog going? Going good, um, but I did. So I had a setback with the festival, obviously. So like this year, because I was so focused on the festival, it was really hard for me to post anything. To right. it, you know, like I have like I think seven interviews that I have not published and that are so good. And I'm dying to get them out, but I haven't. Because you haven't had time. I didn't have time around the festival, and mm-hmm. then after I quit, like I needed to turn my website into like also a website where people could see the services that I offer. Right. Because I'm like, because now you're like open. This is like, what I do now. Yo, what I'm like, trying to do. Let so me, let me, like, throw some <laughs> cash. Come on. Like, like, so it was hard it for me to. It was hard for me to figure out how to make, make it balanced work. on my website, where right. it was like. You go on there and it's blog, still. But it's also about you. Yeah, because I want people to go on there and be like, "Oh, just services with a blog in there." It's like, no, no it's my blog both. has been like my main thing since the beginning. Oh, but yeah. also, you like, want, you want to what throw, I do. Give some credit to yourself. Yeah, that's so yeah. I've I finally got to a point where I like the layout of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so now. Now you can begin. I want to do it. But I'm still afraid that it's going to affect when I reach out to people for an interview. Because I, 
because I don't want them to think I'm reaching out. Because a lot of these people that I reach out to, like I reach out to this one guy mm-hmm. who I admire. He has a super dope brand. And he like actually emailed me back and was like, yeah, that'd be dope. Like, you want to do like an interview? And um, yeah, because I think initially I just said like, hey, I'd love to feature, on my, feature you on my website. Mm. Um, and so I think he was just clarifying like, oh, you want an interview? Like, you want it to be an interview? Right. But I think at the time, like my website, when he saw, like I'm sure when he saw it, it was more so like my services, mm. and like, and the blog was like at the bottom or some something. Mm. Like I was still working on the design of it, yeah. and so I reached out at the wrong time, and then he hasn't gone back to me. So I'm afraid that That's people with platforms that I reach out to for an interview are gonna think that I'm just reaching out to them so I can get Large. people to my website for my services when it's like, right. that's not what my intention is. Right, right, right. So I'm figuring it out. Ah, that, 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 that can be a thing. I, could, I get that. Uh, God dang. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm glad you, fi- you figured out the layout. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> was it a struggle? Yeah, I was playing around with it so much. And I was like, dude, just get this thing done. Like, you got other things to do. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's cool now. Yeah, good. Good, good. Now, how, how's um? Don't you have like an event that you that you got going on in like LA, like this summer, or or did I like just imagine that? Um, I have Form Festival next weekend. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Is that what that could be? I don't know. Maybe. It's. What is it? What is that? It's in Arcosanti, Arizona. Oh, nice. It's a festival. Okay. So it's another festival. Um, they're one of the people that hired me. Oh. Um, so I'm working with them next weekend. I don't have any plans for the summer yet. Oh, okay. I was, I, I don't think I announced anything, but I was in the works with a venue in LA to where I was going to host events there. Yeah. Because um, it's a label slash brand that I've worked with in the past when I was living in LA. Nice. And so I kind of reconnected with them, and it was all good to go. Like, I still can go and host things, but my life in the past month has been so, like, <laughs> figuring <laughs> shit out. Right, that right. I can't, can't be doing that right now. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. So that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But. Not yet. Yeah. In the back burner. Cool. I did have Jocelyn. Get the phone. What can I ask you? What can I ask you? I feel like there's way more to like, like to peel back. I'm running out though. Well, one thing that I have found important in my recent reflection and discovery mm. is. If you can be a full-time artist in Tucson, like a full-time creative in Tucson. If you could be. Yeah, if that's possible. What was was your answer? And I personally have come to the realization that Tucson is a really great place to explore and create like um, 
at the beginning of your um, journey, like mm. kind of like attempt and like this is a good city to like create and fail in, to oh, make mistakes, to okay. grow and to learn and right. you know that beginning process of like exploring, right. you know, creating your art yeah. or your passion into a business. Right. But I think you get to a certain point where if you want to really expand and stuff, like you have to you have to go out. Get out of Tucson. Out of but not way. necessarily, like, you don't have to necessarily, like, leave Tucson. Mm -hmm. You have to start branching out. Like, yeah, you have to start branching out and networking. So you can still live in Tucson. Right. But you have to show face in other cities and connect and right. all that stuff. It's a little bit of a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? To a certain extent. I mean, don't, I, I like travel myself, so it's like, it's cool. You don't like to? Oh, I love to travel. Oh, okay. Oh, I love to travel. You gave me a side face and everything. That <laughs> no, no, I love to travel. Uh, that's, that's loads of fun. Um, but yeah, the fact that you can't spring up from here, that's a... Uh, I think there's... I mean, it's not a bad thing. No. Like, for me, I'd love to be able to, for this to be, like, my home base and then be able to travel and connect and create and learn mm. from, like, bigger, like, entities. Right. And then come back yeah. and be able to... Bring it back. Yeah. Essentially. It's funny. I've always called Tucson my home base. Even when people have asked me if I would stay here for the rest of my life, mm. I'm just like, yeah, probably not. But uh, I know I'm dying here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I always said like I would call it my home base, mostly yeah. if like, because I have a, I have a feeling or I guess a sense or whatever that I, I there's a lot of traveling in my future, mm -hmm. a lot of it, and um, but Tucson is a place where I come back to, mm -hmm. no matter what. I love this city. It's Same. Good. <laughs> I know you're from Nogi and shit. From Nogales. <laughs> and I do want to go over there too. Yeah? Yeah. I was Nogales. I never really explored Nogales too much. How would you compare them? Tucson and Nogales? Yeah. Uh, Nogales is way smaller. <laughs> it's way more of a bubble. <laughs> yeah? It's way, like, zero diversity. Makes sense. Very close-minded. Mm. Very, just small. She widened her eyes. Just small. <laughs> she backed up twice. Like, I still can't believe that I, like, it's weird for me to, to say that think that I grew up there. there. Yeah. I mean, it's reasonable. You get the legends come from anywhere. Can't prevent a legend to come from somewhere else, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It can't be from a legendary spot. It's usually from a normal place. It's usually one of the reasons why they shine. Thank you. You're welcome, <laughs> homie. You're welcome, homie. Got any last words? Not really. No. I'm an open book. Any questions? Respect. Respect. Then when I pronounce about the do I have something? I feel like I, I do, but I don't. They're not crystallized in my head right now. What did we talk about in the last interview? Oh. Because it was remember. like one of the first ones. You yeah, did, it, right? was, it was like number six, number seven. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, like I, I went through my normal routine. Which whenever I have somebody new on, uh, I ask you, what's your first memory? 
Um, then I asked, but like, what you did, how you did it, and stuff like that. I don't know. It was very like surface level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. It was a while ago. <laughs> it was a while ago. <laughs> it was a while ago. Por qué? Curious? Yeah, just curious. Yeah. Nah, no, like, it was like, you're, you're number six, number seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think Ana was number six. You were number seven, which, which is funny. You're like, recently I, I had uh, Ana on again, but with Q, and uh, it was like the fir- they were like the first reappearing guests. Mm-hmm. You're like the third, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, it's, it's it, the, the reappearing guest is something new that I have to, that I'm working with. It allows to go deeper, right? But at the same time, it's less guided, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it turns more into conversation, which is what I've always wanted the podcast to be. Right. The new interviewees, I guess, are more interview-like mm-hmm. only because they're new. Like and you have uh, specific questions for them. Oh no, not at all. Oh no. I never have. Spe- <laughs> okay. I just throw myself in there and be like, "Hi, right, I'm gonna ask you this first question because I'm really like I like I like to ask the what's your first memory." Mm-hmm. Because uh, I've always wondered about mine for like some odd reason, and um, and most people never wondered about theirs. So I was like, "Yo, let me give you a question that you've clearly never thought of," and um, and then we we could go from there and be like, "What do you do?" And then from there they start talking, and I'm like, as I'm listening, my mind goes, "Ask him this question, ask him this question." And then mm-hmm. like I just start feeding it, and um, I get like an hour out of it. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, thank you, man. And then I <laughs> end it. You know, it's a sort of process. Yeah. Sort of how it was with you. Although you made me nervous the first time around. Why? Because you're the interviewer. <laughs> Pretty much it. Oh, okay. Pretty much it. <laughs> I was like, fuck. I thought about it a little too much back then. But whatever. Well, what's you know. your first memory? My first memory? Yeah. Um, it's like a blend of two. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I have the distinct recollection of watching the Tasmanian Devil on on TV, mm. but then that one quickly fades into my actual childhood home because the, the first memory of me watching the Tasmanian Devil was at my nana's house. Mm-hmm. But then that one fades into my childhood home where I'm just wandering inside the home, looking around, headed to the backyard because it felt like there was a party going on, mm-hmm. and just. Maybe this is a projection of now, but it feels like there's a sense of wonderment. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's, that's my first memory. Hmm. Yeah. That reminds me, one of my first memories is one of those two. Because we didn't have cable, mm. um, so we just had like select channels. Okay. And I remember waking up at like, it was super early. It was like 4 in the morning or something, just oh to watch God. this one show. It wasn't... Ren and Stimpy. Which one was it? It was like, it had a moose. It had a moose and like a squirrel, maybe? A moose and a squirrel? You mean a cow and like a, a chicken? No? No, I think it no. was a moose. moose and a squirrel? Maybe not a squirrel, but I think for sure Some, a moose. Something small? Nothing really, yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I can't well, yeah, I remember like rushing to like my brother's room. Yeah. Across the hall, yeah, yeah. and like, like being like, so like barely waking up, but yeah. I really wanted to watch this show because it was like the only good show that I could watch <laughs> on TV. <laughs> the one thing I could see, and you know, I just, oh, it's good to sleep in your eyes. Like, oh, it's on, oh, it's on. 
I remember that Saturday shows and shit. I had to wake up early to watch those. Yeah. Those were the most fun. And then, and then like, uh, the bittersweet moment when it, that, that section of time was over. And then it was like the weekend and nothing was on TV anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be a couch potato most of my life. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I'm talking my, no, not even most of my life. My entire life, I've been a couch potato. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I've been nothing but a consumer of media. And uh, I recently had it, so here I am, trying to produce shit. Okay. <laughs> hmm. How recent? How recent? Yeah. Did I start producing stuff? Uh-huh. 2015. No. Yes, 2015. So up until then, you were a couch potato. Just feed me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I needed. Just feed me and make sure I had a restroom somewhere. That's it. That was a couch potato. So like 2015. So you go to work, come home, sit down. So if I went to work, call me. Oh, really? Yeah, it's if I went to work. I'm a spoiled brat, homie. Interesting. Yeah, I'm a spoiled ass brat. To the core. How old are you? I'm 24. Okay. Yeah. I was about to say 25, but not yet. Almost, but not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. Por qué? I'm just curious. Just taking it in. Yeah. Yeah, no. So 2015. And then 2015, I only started producing in like the smallest way, which is like I started a journal. Mm -hmm. And now I have like 15 of those. When did you start writing poetry? March of that year. Really? Yeah. Huh. And it wasn't intentional. Why? So what was it? What was it? What was it if not intentional? What was it if not intentional? Oh, uh, I saw it as a miracle. Um, <laughs> um, besides that, I don't fucking know. It's like a voice in my head that decided to rhyme one day, and I was just like, what? And then so I just like sat down and wrote, and uh, it gave me a whole poem one day, and I was just like, well, that was cool. And then, then a hope? A whole poem. A whole poem. Whole poem. Yeah, okay. like a complete thing. That was okay. like a complete thought that I was like, oh, that works. That's cool. Mm -hmm. um, and then, and then like, I did it again, like, a week or two afterwards. And then, like, then I realized, well, there's clearly something here. So I decided to, like, open up a window in time, dedicate to it. And then I just started writing. Because, like, I mean, by the time that voice showed up, I guess you could say, um, I was already writing pretty consistently in my journal, mm -hmm. but this is 2015. And it just came out of nowhere. The, the initial thought to write down a poem. To write down a poem? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just sort of wandering around downtown, and like, um, my head wouldn't let go of this line. It was like, uh, uh, something about the mycelium network of my mind, something, something along those lines. Mm -hmm. just, yeah, and I could like, it, it, it was a. It was a line that rhymed with, like, two lines that rhymed with itself. And I was like, well, that's interesting. You know, like, sometimes I'll have moments like that. Mm -hmm. And then I just brushed them off. But this one was incessant. And it was, like, there for, like, three days. And I was like, all right, fine. I'll write you down mm -hmm. just to, like, write it down. And then I kept writing because it kept giving me more. And, you know, I just produced, uh, like, first poem. Don't get me wrong, though. It's like, I mean, when I was little, I made, I wrote, like, maybe two or three poems mm -hmm. throughout my school career. But never, like, by myself. Mm -hmm. Not, be, not, never, never as an internal force from within. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it was a freak accident mm -hmm. that I just 
capitalized on. <laughs> well, you called it a miracle. <laughs> yeah. Did it save you from something? Yeah. The couch potato. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, fuck. If it wasn't if it wasn't for me starting to journal, I don't I don't think I would be here right now. Mm. At all. Because if it wasn't for the journal, I wouldn't have a place for the poems to even even appear. And if it wasn't for the poems, I wouldn't have had the chance to go to Words on the Avenue mm -hmm. and just become a familiar face in that area. Mm -hmm. And then for Words on the Avenue to be the very spot in which I met uh, my new circle of friends. Mm -hmm. uh, and then in that place, because it was 2015 also, maybe 2016, but it was 2015 when the idea of the podcast was even birthed. Mm -hmm. I wrote it in the journal. Mm -hmm. um, and then... But I never executed on it. But still, like, you know, 2015, I got to know what was on the avenue. And then I just stuck with, like, writing and poetry mm -hmm. for, like, you know, 2015, 2016. And then 2017 came along. Um, started vlogging a little bit in 2016. 2017 is when I, like, decided to get some hustle into my, my, my life and, like, make some money, buy a computer, buy some equipment, mm -hmm. and uh, do the podcast. Mm. Well, now, now here I am talking to you. Interesting. Yeah. Can't really, I mean, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's interesting to imagine you having been a couch potato for so, couch potato. Potato. That's what it was. <laughs> For Not so even. long mm. with, and I don't know if you mind me bringing this up or mentioning this. Go ahead. I had a feeling it was going to come up <laughs> with you, so I have, go ahead. <laughs> it's cool? Yeah, go ahead. With, like, your family, or specifically your father mm -hmm. being, you know, such an entrepreneur. Really? Yeah. I mean, think about it. No influence, like it didn't influence, like, I'm sure it's influenced you. Oh, it's, it's influenced me so much, but it's not like it gave me, uh, if anything, it made me more satiated. I have never heard of that word. What is that? Satisfied. Okay. Completed. That in need to, be of a catch to be a catch potato. No, no, no. My father's success. Uh-huh. It satiated me. Uh -huh. It quelled me. It stopped me from even trying into anything. Because you're like, we're good. We're good. Okay. I was good. Mm -hmm. What did I need? I didn't need anything. I didn't want anything. Mm -hmm. I didn't want anything. My, my parents, my, my parents, my dad himself, he says, he's like, he doesn't even ask me for water. That's how he describes me to other people. Okay, sure. But I didn't, I didn't need anything. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't strive for anything either. Mm -hmm. What did I strive for? I mean, most of my schooling was fucking failure. I didn't, I didn't like school whatsoever. Mm -hmm. uh, you could not get me to do homework. Mm -hmm. Life of me, you could get me to do homework. Um, and then I hated writing too, which is funny. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, it's just, I couldn't. I couldn't do that. Yeah. And then uh, 2013, 2014, uh, reality struck because I wasn't in high school no more, and so like, mm. you know real life was coming at me and I decided to take a very specific route with myself <laughs> to, to find myself I guess and uh, I think it was one of the reasons why I even decided to start journaling mm. 
those two years in my life. Mm. And um, yeah, but my father being my father, it didn't help. Mm. It was more shackles on me mm. than anything. Mm. Most of my life, it felt like I was under his shadow. And most of my life, it was a great thing because it, it, it allowed me to realize who was fake and who was real. Because mm. most people would either look at me as my father's son or just as Gregorio. Mm -hmm. And I could tell, mm. which is a great thing. Mm -hmm. But it also kept me being very antisocial. And, right. it, and it also fed my shyness and my, my other, you know, not really well-suited things for sociability. Mm -hmm. um, but still, was, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, it didn't. Nothing on my father helped. The, the, the only thing that it helps, at least now, is the fact that, that he did something out of nothing. Mm -hmm. All right, cool, I want to do the same. Mm -hmm. But I don't want anything to do with what he did. Mm -hmm. I'm not attracted to it whatsoever. Interesting. The whole thing drains me. Mm. Even working there currently drains me. Mm -hmm. But I'm doing it because I, I need funds. Yeah. <laughs> so I work there. Yeah. With the family business. I mean, you could work somewhere else, but I mean, that would mm, be weird. Mm, nah, nah, I can't. <laughs> nah, I can't. The, the, it's, it, the fact that it's a family business allows for that, the lazy piece of shit that I am to like, you know, get funds and do this other stuff that I'm doing. Right. So it allows for that the flexibility. That still gives you the, yeah, flexibility. Yeah, so it, it, I, I can't really work anywhere else for like, couple reasons and more than anything just comfortability at that mm -hmm, point mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. interesting yeah because I feel like it could go either way when it comes to being the child of a successful parent mm -hmm. who built something of their own and runs a success you know a company and is well known and mm, yeah you know in his community and whatever yeah. I feel like it could either be, you know, the way that it impacted you and influenced you, or it could be c the opposite. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. The funny thing is, like, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm the middle of three, and I think it affected us all differently. Mm. You know? Mm -hmm. I can't describe how it affected the other two. Mm -hmm. but they're in their own situation. But they also, my older brother maybe has more. An affinity towards the family business, but my little brother for sure doesn't doesn't mm. really care about it. Mm. I'm in in between state. That's probably maybe because I'm in the middle. So right. Yeah. So if you want to build something out of nothing, but nothing to do with that, what do you want to build? Well, you, you and I talking right now is currently building it. Okay. So you want to. Document conversation to be a, like specifically a successful podcaster. That'll be nice. Okay. If I could do that, I, I think I'd be set. Because mm. the podcasting would be the greatest vehicle for me to allow myself to travel and go sit with really whoever I want. Mm -hmm. It's like because I mean I love to learn. I don't like school though. Mm -hmm. This is a new school for me. Mm -hmm. It's great. Yeah. And hopefully I can make money off of it, which would be great. At yeah. least, you know, make a living, more specifically. Right. But um, I don't know how to get there yet. I'm building something, so we'll 
people say. You're doing it. <laughs> Most people don't even try. <laughs> so. I mean, I know. I was one of them. <laughs> I was one of them for the longest time. <laughs> Procrastination was the worst thing I was afflicted with for most of my life. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. We all had our own influences growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to to make a person who they are in the current time. Mm -hmm. That's true. Thank you for asking. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for asking. You're the first person to ask. Yeah. Of the whole podcast series. Well, you're. Well, it's interesting because I had no idea. <sighs> like when you told, when you like brought it up to me, at when I went to like, oh, do you want to interview him? Right. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, you know him? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah. And like, even then you didn't say anything. No, but I didn't. I, you, you, said, you said you knew him because you knew my cousin. And Vicky, I believe. Kiki, yeah. Kika. And I was like, yeah, he's my cousin. And I was like, all right, cool. I was me giving it away. <laughs> Did you tell me you were his cousin? Yeah. And then I was like, but I. Oh, cool. yeah, no. I it didn't that. give it away at all. Yeah. Because it was like everyone's cousins, you know, like, well, uh, like everyone says that. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's my cousin, yeah. That's cool. Like, I, yeah. That's hilarious. So. Hey, to everybody who's wondering, my dad's in Rodo Canelo, just to like let, let the ambiguity go away. But yeah, no, yeah. I feel like you're still quiet about it. Uh, I mean, it's not like you're going to go around saying anything. No, I don't really go yelling that out, but this is the first time that's going to be on the pod podcast, so. <laughs> yeah. but, I like asking questions, too. No, respect. Yeah, yeah respect, <laughs> which is why uh, I'm a fan of you. But yeah, yeah, the, the, uh, it's funny that you never would have guessed. Mm -hmm. Guessed that he was my, like, that was, like, my family thing? Yeah, well, I mean, you're, like, my impression of you is always that you're just very quiet. Like, you're mm. very quiet and a great poet. And Thank you for that. I don't know about the poet thing. Thank you. I mean, we met at words initially, yeah. I think. Yes, that is where we met. Yeah, I would have, I don't know, I just wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm glad I don't wear that context on myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. It's cool that I can, I can, I can just appear as, as, as the momentary. Yeah. Well, cool. Thank you, Jocelyn. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for like, sharing this hour with me. Yeah, you're it's welcome. It's been an hour and 15 minutes, which is great. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, you want to let them know where they can find you? Um, you can find me on, yeah, just jrecognize.com. Boom. You'll find go. everything on there. There so. you go, guys. Thank you for listening if you made it this far. <laughs> uh, catch you on the next one. <laughs> you made it. Thank you for listening. Um, I know this was like slightly slower. Me and her were like just chilling on her porch and uh just really just having a conversation so like yeah it was, it was loads of fun for me um did you hear that gem though that she gave me for myself myself's reading podcast oh my goodness that's for the future guys that's for the future that's when the schooling begins you know what i'm saying ah um, <laughs> um besides that uh, again thank you for listening you know where to find her just go to her blog jay recognize check her out um, hire her because, uh, you know, she's uh, pimping and gets the job done even before she even 
was told to get it done. Like it's it's that it's that that's how it, that's how it works. That's how it, that's how it works. Um, <laughs> um, and to anybody who's wondering about the vlog, um, um, it's actually tied up with something that was said in the podcast. I haven't really done the vlog because I was essentially going through an event not really that like it wasn't drastic or nothing it was just i was documenting an event that involved my family and i'm very private about it and i've been really debating on if i'm gonna show that part of it and but the by debating it's made me procrastinate so i haven't really made the vlog because of that um expect it by this weekend most likely and if anything probably expect two or expect one like it's this is really it's all up in the air because the may is just such a month for me <laughs> not emotional this is really a lot of things going on uh expect a vlog um it, this is probably n not gonna happen but if i don't if the vlog doesn't show up this weekend or the next um expect it by june only because it's gonna be like a giant production but i doubt that so expect one for sure this weekend um, any announcements, any announcements, um, go check out Ojala Systems, get their books, um, I just finished, um, Ana Flores' uh, The Bocha Theory, that book is amazing, go get it, um, yeah, yeah, that, I think that's all I got for the announcements, um, my YouTube is Happy Greg, Happy Greg, <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, again, thanks guys, thanks for listening, um, I'm gonna keep going, uh, I will not be in town, I'm leaving again in like two weeks, so, less than two weeks, so, the podcast will be going up as scheduled, and, uh, yeah, yeah, it's been a, it's been an interesting two weeks, <laughs>